0: Shit a motherfucking layup I've been Steph Curry with the shot Been cooking with the sauce Chef Curry with the pot, boy Live from the 301 Live from the pot I'm your host, Mike Curry And I want to welcome my audience To Curry in the Pot Today's topics are the Women's NCAA Championship Yesterday, we saw the Lady Gamecocks Defeat The ladies of Mississippi State. I want to talk about Mississippi State defeating UConn over the weekend. And how big of a game that was. The men's final four. And also I will be giving my championship prediction. To the NBA. We're going to talk about Russell Westbrook who recorded his 40th triple double of the season yesterday. And what that means and what that means for him chasing history. We're also going to talk about Derrick Rose, what's next for him. MLB opening day, Major League Baseball opening day, we're going to talk about that a little bit, uh, and we're going to also talk a little bit of NFL, and then we're going to get into some local things. So our first topic is the Women's NCAA Championship, the Lady Gamecocks defeated Mississippi State yesterday. Um, It's been a, it's been a long time coming, honestly. Um. The Lady Gamecocks, they've had a good program for quite a few years now, and I want to read you a few things. Uh, The Sweet 16, they made the Sweet 16 from 2014 to 2017. They made the Elite 8 in 2015, as well as this year, obviously, and the Final Four in 2015. So, honestly, this was pretty much, it was pretty much destined to happen, almost, and they finally captured that elusive championship. Um... Also, over the weekend, we saw Mississippi State, the ladies of Mississippi State, defeat the Lady Huskies, G- Gina Orium and the mighty Yukon Lady Huskies. Over the weekend, their 111-game win streak was snapped by Morgan Williams, who led the ladies of Mississippi State, and she hit a game-winning shot in the final seconds of overtime. And uh, that was it. Was a great shot. It was a big shot. Um, unfortunately, uh, that didn't translate to the championship. But they still made history. They defeated um, the lady, the lady Huskies. Uh, Dak Prescott was in attendance. Um, it, it, it was a fun game. It was a really, it was a really big game. Um, also, men's Final Four happened over the weekend. We saw the Tar Heels defeat the Oregon Ducks, and we saw Gonzaga defeat. The last Cinderella team remaining, which was South Carolina, Uh, both games were really good. Um, I want to go back to the UNC-Oregon game, the final seconds of the game. North Carolina missed four free throws in the final six seconds. It was almost like they were giving Oregon an opportunity. They really were. Oregon just failed to box out. Unfortunately, they didn't box out. Kennedy Meeks went to the free throw line. He missed his first pair of free throws. They got the offensive rebound. Joel Berry went to the free throw line. He missed uh, his two free throws. It, it, it was a wild finish. Uh, I wouldn't be so mad at Oregon if they had at least got a rebound on one of those. And, uh, you know, got up a final heave. You know, got up got up something. I wouldn't, wouldn't be so mad. But uh, congrats to the Tar Heels. They advanced to tonight's championship against Gonzaga. Uh, Gonzaga defeated South Carolina, uh, they were led by Nigel Williams-Goss, the transfer from Washington, and, uh, he had a big game, 23 points, 6 assists, 5 boards, he seemed to control the flow of the game, honestly, um, you know, getting his teammates involved, scoring as well, um, he had a pretty good game, um. Um, my predictions for the championship, I also wanted to say, uh, UNC, uh, Justin Jackson, uh, he was really big for him, uh, his, his NBA stock might've went up after that game, honestly, I think it did, um, but I want to go into my predictions, uh, for the championship, um, I think UNC is going to win, um, I think both bigs will cancel each other out, you got Hicks and Meeks, and then you got Karanowski and Collins, uh, I think they're going to pretty much cancel each other out, uh. No, both front lines are pretty big. Um, then, uh, you got the point guard matchup, Joel Berry versus Nigel Williams-Goss. Um, Joel Berry didn't have a good game last game. I know he's hurt, and, uh, but he only had 11 points. He was 2 of 14 from the field in 35 minutes. Uh, the Tar Heels are going to need him to play better in order to win. And, uh, but my X factor for this game is Justin Jackson, um, He's been big for North Carolina all year. Uh, he was big for them last year. But really this year, he's been huge for them. And uh, I think I think he's the X Factor tonight. And uh, I, th- I think it's going to be a good game. Um, my final score, I'm going to say 66 to 61 Tar Heels. But that's, that's my final score. Um, I'm going to uh, head over to the NBA. I'm going to head over to the next level. Uh, Russell Westbrook yesterday... Recorded his 40th triple-double of the season. This guy has been on a rampage all year long. Uh, That was also his 6th straight triple-double. And, um, wow, what he's doing is remarkable. He also uh, captured another milestone of 15,000 career points. So, congrats to him. Um, But with that 40th triple-double, he is now one behind Oscar Robertson's record triple-doubles in a season. He's one behind Oscar Robinson. Uh, and Oscar Robinson had 41 triple-doubles in the 1961-1962 season. That was 55 years ago. I think Russell Westbrook is going to break that record. And I think with him breaking that record, he will probably win the MVP. Uh, I believe so. Uh, some people still think James Harden should be MVP. But I think once Russell Westbrook breaks that record, he will, he will uh, win MVP. Also I want to talk about Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose, if you haven't heard, Derrick Rose suffered a torn left meniscus and he is out indefinitely. Um another season in the injury for Derrick Rose. Uh my heart goes out to the guy, man. Uh he's had to overcome a lot of adversity, you know, throughout the years. Uh he even had that lawsuit, the rape allegations that uh that were going on, you know, towards uh throughout the offseason as well as they went on through the beginning of the season. He also had that incident where he didn't show up to a game against the Pelicans. Um, there's just been a lot going on. Uh, it's really a sad story, you know, after, you know, really his, 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 uh, really him falling, you know, he won the MVP and he just, he's just been on a downward spiral ever since. Uh, I wanted to read a brief timeline of Derrick Rose's injuries. Um, his major injuries, I should say. Uh, you have the 2012 playoffs where he his his first major injury towards ACL. Um, it was a devastating blow. As many of you remember, the Chicago Bulls were a one seed that year and they were playing the Sixers in the first round. And uh, The Bulls were up by 12 in the final minutes and Doug Rose was still in and he just came down awkwardly on his right knee trying to go after a loose ball. Well, I think it was a loose ball. Or he was going to the right. It was one of those. And he was trying to pass the ball. He was going to the right. He was trying to pass out of his shot. And he came down awkwardly on his right knee. Um, That was the first of many injuries. That injury uh, caused him to miss the whole 2012-2013 season as well as the playoffs. He missed 99 games in total in that span. Uh, When he returned a few short games after he returned in the 2013-2014 season. uh, He tore his meniscus on his right knee which caused him to miss 76 games. He came back again 2014-2015 season, and he tore his right meniscus again, which caused him to miss an additional 20 games. Uh, 2015-2016, he had some nagging injuries, you know, like knee soreness, stuff of that nature. And uh, the Bulls ended up shutting him down towards the end of last season, and uh, I guess to preserve him for trade value, and they ended up trading him over the summer to the New York Knicks. And uh, unfortunately, he tore his left meniscus. Uh, this was reported yesterday by Watch Woj, Adrian Wojnarowski. Uh, he reported it. Uh, he reported it first. And uh, it's just sad. My heart goes out to him. It seems like he's, you know, on the path of a Grant Hill, a Penny Hardaway, and uh, Tracy McGrady, Brandon Roy. You know, guys like that They had you know so much potential, so much star potential, man. It's just sad that their career is getting derailed by injuries. But what do I think is next for him? I think Derrick Rose, you know, he could be he could be a nice addition off the bench, a good backup point guard for, you know, a, a playoff team. I think, he could, uh, I think he could contribute in some capacity, but I'm not sure, you know, how much he has left in the tank. But I, I believe he can contribute somewhat to, you know, a playoff team. But, um... And I was really sad to see. And Derek Rose is also a free agent this summer, so it's really going to be interesting, you know, where he winds up. Uh, my next topic is MLB opening day. Um, I don't really watch a lot of baseball. I was a Yankees fan. Well, I still am a Yankees fan, but I was a fan when they won the World Series in 2009 when they had guys like Alex Rodriguez, uh, Derek Jeter, you know, Hall of Fame players. C.C. Sabathia, Mark Teixeira, uh, Mariano Rivera, um, they had, Yankees had a really great team that season. Um, you know, maybe they can get it together. I know they got a young, a lot of young prospects, but I'm gonna really pay more attention to baseball this season. That's my goal for this season, to pay more attention to baseball. Um, I I really like going to live baseball games. I feel like I could get you know more involved. You know, it's just better to me. You know, a live live baseball game than to watch sit down and watch it on TV or listen on the radio, but. I'm going to try to pay, you know, more attention to the L.A. Dodgers, San Francisco Giants, Chicago Cubs, you know, New York Mets, uh, a lot of the big teams. I'm going to try to pay, you know, more attention, you know, see what's going on, who's going to be in that hunt for October. You know, baseball is a long 162-game season, but I'm going to pay more attention. I want to also... Include in a, the NFL in my podcast. Um, as you may have heard, uh, Adrian Peterson is visiting the New England Patriots today. Um, I think Adrian Peterson should should try to go to the Patriots. I think uh, he should visit them. Hopefully, get a deal done. Um, you know, fill that void. You know, they let LeGarrette Blunt go. But uh, they still have guys like James White and Deion Lewis, but they need a they need a running back. They need a, uh, those guys are mainly, you know, receiving threats. Uh, I think Adrian Peterson would be a good addition to them. Um, you know, Adrian Peterson hasn't really been healthy, but the Patriots pass the ball the most in the NFL, so I think they would keep him fresh, you know. You know, that would be a good move, you know. And if he wants to win a championship or at least keep that window open, uh, he should go to the Patriots, you know. They, uh, Made a trade to get Brandon Cooks over the offseason. season. Um, also got Coney Ealy over from the Carolina Panthers, and they also signed Stephon Gilmore. Uh, we don't really know what's going on with the Malcolm Butler situation, as far as uh, him and the Saints and him being restricted. Uh, we don't we don't know, but you know uh, they also have Gronk coming back. So uh, you know the Patriots, you know they're they're gonna they're gonna be contending as long as Tom Brady is still playing. and, uh, he said he still wants to play, you know, four to five more years. So, it's going to be pretty interesting to see if Adrian Peterson winds up with the New England Patriots. Also, I wanted to talk about the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders. I I don't really like the move. I think uh, from a business standpoint, obviously, it's a good move. You know, you move a team into that market of Las Vegas, you know, Sin City. You move a team there, you know, it's big. But it really sucks for the fans of Oakland. You know, the Raiders have always been synonymous, you know, with the state of California as well as Oakland. You know, when they were the L.A. Raiders, they were synonymous. So, um, it kind of sucks that the fans of Oakland, they lose their team, honestly. It kind of sucks. But, you know, they still have the athletics. They still have the Warriors. But it, it sucks that they don't have their football team anymore. Um, I think if anything, uh, I wanted, I would have liked to have seen the Raiders move back to L.A. That would have been nice. But to Las Vegas, because think about it. A lot of people go to Las Vegas. People from out of the country, people from all over the country, they go to Las Vegas. So when you think about it, their home games are going to be like a neutral site game, honestly. People from all over. I mean, I'm pretty sure you're going to have your loyal diehard fans from Oakland that are going to come to some games in Las Vegas, but still, for the most part, their games are going to be played in a neutral setting, like like a Rose Bowl or something, like something like that, you know? It's going to be a neutral setting, honestly. Um, uh, It kind of sucks to see for the fans of Oakland, but I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe the Raiders will make the most of it, but that brings me to an interesting quote that Draymond Green said the other day. He said it's like moving the Boston Celtics from Boston or the Lakers from LA. You just don't move those franchises. And I think he's absolutely correct. You just don't you just don't move a historic franchise like the Raiders. It's like, you know, you would move a historic team like the Bears or the Dallas Cowboys. It just it just doesn't make sense. You don't you don't do that. You you just don't. And uh I wanna head over to some local news. The Wizards uh, finished up their five-game road trip uh, last night. They lost to the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Golden State blew them out, but uh, the Wizards—they started their road trip good. They, they defeated Cleveland 127 to 115. Uh, that kicked off their road trip, and then they headed west, where things sort of went west or went south, if you if you want to say. Uh, they managed to beat the Lakers. It's not really a big accomplishment. The Lakers got their 22nd win of the season yesterday on April the 2nd. You know, you beat the Lakers. They were down by 16. They came back to beat the Lakers. But like I said, it's the Lakers. You know, it's not really a big deal to beat them. Uh, I feel like they exerted so much of their energy. And they lost to the Clippers the next night. And uh, the Clippers put up a lot of points on them. Uh, The Wizards haven't really been playing the best defense um, since the All Star break, you know, uh, prior to that, uh, the Wizards were put. They were playing some good defense. They were locking guys up, but uh, yeah, you been giving up a lot of points. They gave up one thirty three to the Clippers. Uh, they gave up one thirty nine to Golden State. You know, it it just got crazy. Steph had forty. Uh, it got crazy. It even got crazy to the point where, towards the end of the game, the final seconds. Uh, it was about six seconds left on the game clock and four seconds left on the shot clock, and Javale McGee, JaVel McGee of all people, attempted a three, and Brandon Jennings was not having that. Brandon Jennings went over and pushed him while he was in while he was shooting the ball, and uh, Brandon Jennings got a flagrant. Uh, you know, some heated exchanges between Kelly Oubre and Steph Curry happened. Uh, you know, uh, I you really you really shouldn't do that honestly uh you know most teams they'll just you know they'll just let the turnover they'll just let the uh, turnover happen and uh you know they'll get the team the ball honestly you know they'll just take the penalty especially if you're blowing the team out so uh you know I think that was a that was a little disrespectful uh Brandon Jennings John Wall they said in their post game interviews it was disrespectful and uh but yesterday Brandon Jennings led the Wizards in rebounding. He had 7 rebounds and he comes off the bench and he's 6-1. That, that just cannot happen. The Wizards got to get more physical. I hope hope they tighten things up. Uh you know, going into the playoffs and I hope man, no they, they 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 get they get tougher, they get more physical because a uh, a 6-1 guy cannot lead your team in rebounding. That, that, that's just not a good look. Uh uh, Heading over to other local news, the Redskins. Uh they have Zach Brown, middle linebacker from the Bills visiting today. Uh the Redskins really need a middle linebacker. Uh honestly. Uh they need some defensive linemen as well, but they need a middle linebacker. They really do. Um you know, uh they, they haven't really honestly, if you ask me, they haven't really had a middle linebacker since they had London Fletcher. You know, London Fletcher was really great. Uh, you know, I mean, you could say they had Perry Riley Junior. I mean, but London Fletcher was the last good middle linebacker they had. He he was a Pro Bowler. Um, not saying that Zach Brown is a Pro Bowler, but he can definitely help. He can definitely contribute. He's definitely an upgrade over uh, Will Compton and Mason Foster. So I think that would be a good pickup if the Redskins, you know, were to go that direction. Uh, Other local news: The Nationals play the Florida uh, Miami Marlins today, and that is going to be at Nationals Park. Uh, you know. uh, I would like to thank everybody, all my supporters, for tuning in to Curry in the Pot. Uh, this is episode two. Uh, I want to uh, share a few uh, things, such as my Twitter. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Curry in the Pot, underscore that is my new Twitter. Uh, this is on this uh, supporting this podcast. And you can also follow my other Twitter, Be Like Mike. Uh, it will be uh, the X is replacing the I in Mike. It's Be Like Mike, B E L I K E. M-X-K-E, you can follow me on there, you can also follow my SoundCloud, uh, Curry in the Pot. I want to thank you all for listening, thank you all for supporting me, and uh, this is episode two of Curry in the Pot. Everyone take care, have a blessed day, and I'm out.